Hey guys, I have a question. It's about penises. What are they good for and why are they shaped like that? I've been seeing this trend lately and was kind of amazed of the explanation. Not because it was far-fetched or a little bit disgusting, but because it, it kind of actually made sense when you think about it. Just a bit. I think the trend started on TikTok, and I've even heard conversations and discussions of it in a couple of podcasts. So, you know, I have to come here and kind of give the explanation, because I'm not sure if you heard about it just yet. And it just goes to show just how horny, or no, I shouldn't say horny, I should say more like how penis-minded the world really is. Now, my last episode was kind of heavy, but just being real and honest. So let me get back to somewhat of a a regular schedule, regular conversation. So personally, I've never really wondered about why a dick is shaped like a mushroom. Because that's a general consensus, you know, that it's shaped like a mushroom. I've thought of it as being, you know, some kind of a key to unlock something like orgasms or maybe a plug or just, you know, things used to make babies. But never really why it's shaped like that. And uh, in former school, Um, Whether you heard about it in primary school like me or in secondary school biology class, you know, whoever heard about it first, we've all been taught that the main function of the penis is mostly for reproduction. And they hid the pleasure part from us until we got a little older or um, maybe mature enough to handle that type of information. So... It's just, you know, like basic, basic human bodily functions, you know. But, you know, some children um, are exposed to a lot more information, a lot more shit than others. And they talk. Oh, yes, they do talk. And they talk a lot. And when they talk. All that shit information just circles and goes around very, very quickly. So you get to hear snippets of, of mess from different children's interpretation of penises and vaginas and sex and all of that madness. This is, you know, the informal part of, of school or um, like social education, if you will. With all of stuff that was, you know, taught whether formally or informally you hear about it in the schoolyard, wherever, they never really explain why it's shaped the way it is, right? Why do they have that mushroom head type of shape? And I'm quite surprised, (laughs) as far as I could remember, as much as I could remember, that 
no one in any of my classes has ever asked that question before to get a, a, a decent answer. I can't remember ever hearing that question being asked anyway, right? Which is weird. And it's even weird on myself because I've never really wondered about it or, you know, given it much thought. I guess it could be that, you know, talking about penises wasn't as, <laughs> I want to say looser, but um, we didn't really have much open productive discussions about it, you know, because everything that they were taught, that they, they tried to teach you formally was all about abstinence and stay away from it until you're married and all of that bullshit. And anytime the anatomy of a penis was discussed, it, it mostly revolved around the size and, you know, the performance, but not really about why it's shaped like that. If anything about the shape is just mostly about, yeah, like I said, the size, big enough, long enough, thick enough, goody enough, however. So experts believe that the human penis evolved into that shape to become a tool, right? So the shape like a mushroom has a significance of a tool. Here was the thing. Professor Gordon Gallup of the State University of New York led a team of scientists back in 2003. So this isn't like a, a new thing that the scientists did last year, this year, anyhow. This has been, you know, going on since 2003, right? So he led this team to explore the anatomy and the use of the human penis. Their study revealed that the human penis acts as a semen displacement device. Let me read that again. The human penis acts as a semen displacement device. So they found that the thrust of the penis and the ridge that separates the head from the shaft could actually help clear a woman's vagina and reproductive system of a previous lover's sperm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I so they said back in the olden days, the olden olden days, when women were encouraged to enjoy the occasional orgy, and this is something I I I didn't really, I didn't know. So women were encouraged to enjoy orgies or to take part in orgies for the sake of reproduction. I don't know. I guess they wanted to populate the town with much people as possible, so they just wanted women you know, pregnant and reproducing all the time. So, yeah, so in order for her to get pregnant, right, they encouraged the, the woman to take part in orgies where she would have sex with multiple men. The problem is because she's having sex with multiple men, there would be, of course, a surplus of semen inside of her because, you know, they're ejaculating inside because they want to get her pregnant. She wants to be pregnant, right? I don't know how much sex they, they were having or how much partners. That part, I don't really want to think about as much. But, yeah. So, you, ugh. yeah, yeah. So, in order for a man 
to stand the best chance of being the one who fertilizes her with his sperm. His penis evolved to drag other semen out as he withdrew. In theory, making it more likely that he would be the biological father. Ta-da! They said this is supposed to be like a survival of the fittest kind of thing. I don't know. I don't know, but it, it's... When I said that it, it, the explanation made some sense or put some... It, it really did put some stuff in perspective. Because remember, slavery... Yeah, when the, the slave masters would pick the biggest, strongest, you know, black man to procreate with the, the slave women to make strong black children to go up to become strong slaves to be able to work the land. It it kind of giving me that kind of vibes, you know? Survival of the fittest thing or, you know, you want the best of the best. You want your 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 best stock in of people, basically. So they would they, they, they it's just it's just kind of weird, <laughs> weird, but it makes sense. So, yeah, guys, your penis is like a big spoon. They even tested this thing on everything. Eh? They had a whole lab set up. They used fake penises and vaginas and substitute semen substances. Now, I don't know what they, how that looked. They said they used cornstarch, I believe, and baking soda and water and mixing whatever, whatever. Anyway, remember, it's just a substitute, right? It's supposed to kind of resemble semen and act, in it, act like it in a way. That's without the sperm. But then again, they're not using real penises and vaginas. That's the only thing. I don't know why they didn't use real penises and vaginas. Maybe that would have been unethical. It, yeah, probably would have been unethical. <laughs> but it should, though, because if it's testing this thing, this theory, you should have live subjects. Maybe somebody would, or maybe somebody did, and we just don't know about it yet. So, yeah. So they said in just one thrust, the ridge at the head of a man's penis could scoop out more than 90% of the semen substitute. More than 90%. So if you know whom girl went and do she business with somebody else before, or even if she didn't do her business, you didn't know that she did her business with before, when you come afterwards and you enter, at least you're kind of within of of ninety percent, and you're getting rid of all the the, the semen that was there from before. Kind of like a prostitute, maybe. Think of a prostitute who may have allowed men to ejaculate inside of her. Remember, she working in night. She may have multiple men ejaculating in her. May not. It depends on how or what kind of prostitute she is or what she's allowed. You know. And uh, you come afterwards now, you, your penis would scrape out all you old come, basically. And the uh, size matter, yes. In this case, yes. With a capital Y-E-S, it matters. Because one of the professor's colleagues, Rebecca Birch, said that 
a long penis will not only have been an advantage for leaving semen in a less accessible part of the vagina, but by filling and expanding the vagina, it also would aid and abet in the displacement of semen left by other males as a means of maximizing the likelihood of paternity. You know, I read this, and the first thing that came to my mind, well, the visual that came to my mind was those big old mandingo penises stretching out of vagina so much. <laughs> that, you know, they could probably see all the way up there. So that kind of, that, that's what ran through my mind when I, when I read that part. So, of course, size matters. It matters when it comes to functionality in this aspect. You know, the bigger, the better. So, not only would you be able to go further into the vagina and release your sperm so that your sperm would have a shorter, um, how to put it, a shorter route to the ovaries and whatnot, or get there quicker, but it also stretches out the vagina, winds it out. So, I don't know, in my head, I'm thinking it stretches it out so much that if she stands up, you know, the, the other semen would kind of get loose and, you know, travel in the other direction of where the, the, the eggs are, you know, kind of falls out about the vagina. I mean, that's kind of far-fetched. <laughs> My visual is kind of, you know, extra, but yeah, you kind of get the idea of where I'm coming from. So, look at that. Also, you know, gives out another perspective because you know what they're saying when you're trying to get pregnant and you're trying, you know, different techniques is always say that you after the man come in you, after ejaculating you, you need to lay back and stick your legs in the air and for a few minutes just so that the you know the sperm could go where it needs to go because if you get up, you know, gravity would happen and shit falls out. So yeah. And also with micro penises, I mean, they they won't stand a chance. Micro penises, small penises. I mean, even if you you know somehow manage to to get in and ejaculate, you're not gonna be big enough to displace well up to ninety percent of the already there sperm. You may, if you're lucky, may be able to displace some, but not as much and you're not going to be as effective and probably your sperm not going to make it to the egg either mm, hard luck now i consider myself to be somewhat of a social scientist because i studied you know psychology and all of that so i would have liked to get some more information on this to see if this is really something real you know, like a, a true study or a true experiment, or if it's just, you know, something that somebody made up and put across the internet and everybody wanted about it. I don't know. I don't know. Some people on TikTok said that they knew about it already. Some people said that it was new to them. But when I tried to do my research, I, I kept getting the same article, the same, you know, information and even though i get the same information from multiple sources like different websites and whatnot it's it's so it's like this is really what it is you know kind of vibes 
I did, however, come across another study that, well, not so much study, but another, you know, piece of information that kind of contradicts this whole thing here. But, you know, the, pre- the cement displacement services from the penis. <laughs> so let's take it from another perspective. So according to Dr. David Veal, Valley Veal, however he pronounces his name, Dr. David, who specializes in something that is not even close to being like human anatomy, but kind of is, kind of not, but he specializes in anxiety disorders and OCD at the South London and Maudsley NHS Foundation Trust. He said that the penis is shaped like a mushroom for one simple reason, and that it just helps with sexual function. Now, this article didn't really go into much detail, and by saying it like this, it just helps with sexual function, just basically, I don't, I said contradict before, but it just, you know, it's it's so vague that it helps with sexual function could mean anything. Right, it could mean anything. He went on to say further that the head of the penis contains spongy tissue called corpus cavernosum. This tissue fills with blood when someone becomes sexually aroused and allows for an erection to occur. So basically, Dr. D says that the head of the penis is essentially just a big sponge that expands when it gets wet. Yeah, you're saying this, but you haven't really given a proper reason as to why it's shaped like that. You said, yeah, you explained to it that it's a big sponge and it would, you know, once it rolls, it would get, you know, firmer and it would expand and all that. But this is why the first... um. The first reason, the first explanation of it being a, a cement displacement tool is more likely to be the real reason. Because given this Vegas explanation, not really helping your cause. You need to do some real, real experimentation. And may I suggest, may I suggest that you do this on real people to see if it actually functions and not just with fake vaginas and penises and fake semen. You know, have the real thing. Do the real thing. Buy it one for the team. Get You know, pay these people a whole shitload of money to come and have multiple um, sex multiple times, especially for the woman. You know, just, just to see if it's, if it's really true and not just have people who use plastic stuff and tell us that this is real. So, yeah. Even though I would like to confirm the first one, and it kind of makes sense when you think about it, you know, given the context that it, the, they explained it in, you know, the olden days with the orgies and whatnot, I, I can't really confirm that this is actually true. But it's the thing that's going on. It's trending. Some people believe it. Some people don't believe it. I would like to find or get more information on it. But who knows? Eventually, all these these things, the truth will come out, but it it never really get the truth, actually, because we are not the ones who created it. We just have it and using it, so we won't really know exactly what it is. Even though we can guess and speculate, it's all up in the air.
Here's a quick fun fact from Professor Gallup and his team's study. You know, the guy who, back in 2003, who found out that, you know, it's a displacement thingy, Majig. So, yeah, his team also found out um, that couples tend to have more energetic sex if the woman has been suspected of cheating or if a couple has been apart. So, if you're in a relationship with a woman, and I think here they may be talking about monogamous heterosexual relationships, right? So, you know, man, the woman, and uh, exclusive. So they figure, well, they've, they've found evidence that, you know, if she step out in a relationship and have sex with somebody else, that the man, you know, if she get back together with the original boyfriend or husband or whoever, they're going to have more energetic sex. And I think it's it's more on the, the stem of the man trying to prove that he, you know, is, uh, is better access at sex than the guy who she cheated on him with. That's just my my take on it. All right, so now ladies, don't go and take this as an excuse to go out and horn your man. Eh? That's not the only way to spice up things in the bedroom. If you're in a relationship and it's a serious relationship, if you go and do that, chances are you will get revenge horn. You know? Or you will end up being single or both. You will get horn and then you will end up single. So try your best. Don't go out there and, you know, horn a man and come back and tell him or whatever. This is not a movie. And things like that don't really happen in real life. Because uh, anything is anything these days. But then again, who knows? It, it actually might help. It actually might help. We, we, we would never know until somebody tried it and come back and tell us. I'm not saying go and try it, but anything is anything these days. So let me leave you with another tip. If you attend an orgy, and I'm, I'm speaking to my ladies here. If you attend an orgy, please, for the love of all things healthy and sanity, please do not let multiple men come in your vagina. That's just disgusting. And you really don't need that. You don't need multiple men ejaculating inside of you. I don't care if you're on the pill, if you have, you know, hormone displacement, um, what you might call it, to not get pregnant or, you know, you're doing whatever, just just don't let them ejaculate inside of you. It doesn't, does not seem, I don't want to say becoming, but it doesn't seem clean. It doesn't seem healthy it doesn't seem whatever i just it doesn't appear to me at all and i would encourage you to don't do that don't do that all right so stay safe and have fun you're gonna catch me in the next episode